0: Excuse me, (laughs) but everybody with ears, may I please have your attention? There's confusion among us, befuddlement, discord, and dissension. This issue is now an outright point of contention, and I feel disoriented by how we even got here. Because of all the things on earth ever invaded, I actually thought my womb to be a safe space. But somehow, someway, here you are. And for those who tend not to listen all the way through, I'm only a few lines in, but I'm going to cheat the system and give the climax right to you. Please pack your baggage and get out my womb. You see, of all the things the creator put me here to do, carrying you in my sacred space did not make the cut. And ain't no ifs, ands, or buts. It really ain't nothing to discuss. What I do, if I do, when I do, if I choose. Sweet little darling, I don't know how you got so disoriented and confused, just lost in the depths of my decisions about my womb. But let me help you. I'm going to spell it out and make it abundantly clear. My life is not Yours, period. So here stands the question, why? (laughs) Why do you believe it's okay to badger another woman about when she's going to have kids? And why, when she has kids, do you think it's okay to harass her about when she's going to have more kids? And why, when she has more kids, do you think it's okay to ask her when she's going to stop having kids? It's like you're insane, and I'm just here to ask you to stop the madness. Get back to your biz, whatever and wherever that is. I mean, if you have any. (laughs) See, some of y'all clearly don't understand the magnitude of the decision to produce life. You were not there when the sisters who are struggling with infertility issues have to face the reality that just won't be. You're not there when a couple's heart says children and their finances just refuse to meet. You're not there with the single woman wanting desperately to be a mother, but husband material ain't nowhere to be seen. You're not there with the woman who decided she loves her life as is and just wants the world to let her. Be. you're not there for the questions the thought process the hopes the prayers the tears the dreams the miscarriages the doctor visits the diagnosis the longing the waiting the accepting and let's face it if a child comes to be you're not gonna be there for that either so why wait when you can disappear like now because i'm still struggling to understand the audacity like how how do you turn another person's life choices into red table talk at the family function i don't mean no harm but your brain is clearly experiencing a malfunction and maybe we need that little man from conjunction junction to come and throw out some conjunctions to make it simple for the people way in the back like I don't have children and I didn't ask for your commentary lecture or review like she might look pregnant but that's not an open invitation for your nosy questions to make their debut like stay out her face or you might end up catching hands Now, I don't typically condone violence, but the Bible does. And the violent take it by force. And it's a shame that this discourse was even necessary. But black women are tired of having to tell everybody to back up out our personal space. And too often, we got to say it to each other. It's become like a mantra, a hook, a quarterly theme, make me want to scream like I'm living in a screwed-up dream, straight-up nightmare that I actually in real life got to make the world aware that whether or not I have babies ain't none your damn business. It's like the Twilight Zone around here. Strange new world, and I don't know where is this or how many times or how loud we got to say it. Let us live this life according to God's purpose, not yours. Janelle Monae already told you, get up off my areola, and it might take a miracle like Smokey, but I second that emotion, and while you making the move to get up off my nips, please also leave my ovaries, my vag, and my clit. You don't even need an uber or lift. Just take a look at your agenda and scratch my decisions off the list and just get out, because contrary to popular belief, my body ain't your biz. I said, contrary to popular belief, my body ain't your biz. Stay in your lane. You too hyper hyper-focused on when, where, and if I'm going to have kids. You have crossed the double solid lines, my friend, and you're headed for a crash. And this message ain't directed at no one group in particular. From politicians in the boardroom, to family members in the back room, to comment sections in the shade room, you are hereby served notice. Immediately evicted, do not return. It's a one-way ticket purchased with my exhaustion, but a free pass for you to get up out my womb
1: (gasps) that (laughs) look i don't even got no words i just started (laughs) i don't know what that was y'all i don't know what that was that little note i just hit because it hit me what you just said oh my goodness baby i am ready ready to to, to type in pj that was fire okay i might
0: have to snap it up for myself right there can <laughs> i can i take a minute and snap it up for come myself on.
1: you better give yourself flowers Girl, okay let's let, let's okay, introduce ourselves on, real on. quick <laughs> so i like who are they <laughs> welcome yeah. to
0: mj and the word podcast i am mj and today i am the word she baby is, she is <laughs> bj she is. word to be exact what's up y'all let's go let's go <sighs> get about my womb come on wound. Come let's on. start with this i want to say this this was yes. so much fun to write and it was freeing it really was because I felt like I just went there and I I felt like you know it's too long I went back and I started cutting parts out you know how that is as a writer Mm -hmm. and then when I read it without the parts that I cut out I'm like nah I gotta go back and put that back because I felt like every single thing needed to be said and needs to be addressed I
1: love that. yeah yeah And, and I you know what what really hit me is like how you broke it down you talked about everybody from you know the women who who might not be able to have children right to the woman who you know she might still be waiting on Mister right. right, like she's waiting on someone yes. to come along, mm-hmm. and people are putting that pressure on her. Mm-hmm. Then even the women who don't want to have children, right. there's families and couples out there who are like, nah, I'm good. Right. So I just love how you addressed every single aspect, and like you, we just don't know people's we stories and know. what could be holding them back, or th- the fact that they may not want children, and that's okay.
0: Exactly. And and you know, even even that couple that wants them and they just looking at their finances like how are we gonna do this right <laughs> or they <laughs> they looking at the the way of the world and you know questioning and they they may feel insecure about bringing a child into this mm-hmm. world right now so they're torn mm-hmm. about it I mean <clears throat> whatever the case stop it Get, yeah. it's, it's nobody else's business that's mm-hmm. the whole point <laughs> mm-hmm. of this and I think this felt so good to write because and it was and I used the word fun but really it was it was freeing to write because of how much I struggled in my 30s with this idea of not being a mother Mm -hmm. and how much of that was external so it was like you know what for all y'all that I didn't ever say this to I'm here you go
1: yeah and that's (laughs) that was gonna be one of my questions for you like was there personal experiences like Tell us about some of the times yes. you've had people ask you invasive questions, and like, what did that feel like for you? And did you did you clap back? Like, you, hey, you get know up what? Off
0: my womb. Honestly, like <laughs> I internalized it for so long mm. that I I um oh this is good right here. I allied with my enemies. Mm-hmm. So those people who that I didn't see as enemies, I I I handed them ammunition in those conversations to to attack me because I felt like something was wrong yeah. with me. I agreed with that messed up mentality that oh you're not a mom and the clock is ticking um you better something is is a problem like what's wrong with you when are you going to do this and so when um when people would ask me questions like that it always felt intrusive but I felt sorry for myself Mm. right I felt um like I don't know I'm I just I don't know what's wrong with me I used to cry About it So bad because I didn't have kids. And because then I would date somebody and you're thinking this is the one and this is going to be my time to be, you know, complete and be a mother and, you know, make my mama proud because she wants grandkids and all of that. So I I was in a certain season then, and I didn't clap back. I started clapping back in my late 30s. Mm -hmm. And now in my 40s, walk up to me with that bull if you want to. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I want Mm -hmm. you to show up. Because you're going (laughs) to you're going to be the one because it's, it's a lot of times it, it's church women is where I've gotten a lot of this from over the years, but you're going to be the one in the pastor's office crying about it. sis, by yourself. I'm not coming in there with you because the way that I address you, you're not going to like it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And I don't like it w- the way you address me. So it's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's going to give you back what you handed me. That's all.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. And you know, I'm glad you mentioned religion and the, and the church aspect. So mm-hmm. uh, for y'all who don't know, I'm Catholic. And uh, (laughs) the the Catholic uh, faith is very much about produce lots of Mm -hmm, children. mm -hmm. And my husband and I have been married since July of 2021. And we don't have children. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know there's a lot of folks who are like, well, you all still haven't had children. What's going on? Mm -hmm. I want to go to the expense part. So it's not that we don't want them. Your girl got student loans. They cost money. They, they expensive. <laughs> you know, he has different things. He's trying to pay. Well, he doesn't really have a student loan. So we're good on that front. It's just me. But still, like, it's certain things we're trying to achieve. We mm-hmm. want to be homeowners. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> We're currently still renters. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really unfair of people to be like, well, you need to do this. This is what you're supposed to do when you don't know that couple's situation. Right. Like we're trying to pay down stuff. We're trying to save and get our coins together because we feel like it would be irresponsible of us to bring children in the world that we can't afford. Mm -hmm. We can't afford to pay for quality education mm-hmm. we can't afford to mm-hmm. give them the resources they mm-hmm. need and everything so mm-hmm. we we don't want to be those parents we're like struggling and our yeah. kids have to suffer because of it
0: yeah it's it's like the twilight zone that it is even a conversation to be had outside of you and your husband right you know what i'm saying exactly and and you know mj's uh story is that you know she's married and um like she said, "Been married for a few, a couple of years now, and I am single, no children. I'll be forty three mm-hmm. in uh, September, and I don't feel that same pressure, that same really depression and woe is me type of stuff that I felt in my early thirties. And I stopped allowing people to put that on me mm-hmm. because it's like, you know what? Those are y'all's thoughts, not mine. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay, and it. I think it's it's so strange that it even." will come up in conversation. Yeah. But you know what I've learned? <laughs> you only have to snap off on a few folks mm-hmm. before you start to give off a different vibe. And so fewer people now even bring that up yeah. with me. Good. Because you already know what you're going to get. Yeah. Like, And I don't have to be rude, but I will make it clear that that is really not, it's not up for con- conversation with you. Yeah, You're not somebody that I would ever consider procreating with, so it's not up for a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mother so and so or whoever I can't have any kids with you so why are we having this conversation yeah
1: and you know what I, going to the part where you mentioned like there's a lot of women out there who can't have children mm-hmm. there's couples out there Let's
0: they they want things. to but uh-huh. they can't mm-hmm.
1: and it's, it's highly insensitive mm-hmm. to if you don't know that person's situation mm-hmm. and you ask them about it, mm-hmm. you're just opening a wound. A wound. It's a yeah. wound for that person. Mm-hmm. And at one point I, I joked with a relative about this, um, but I was serious. They were like, so when are y'all going to have children? I was like, well, how do you know we can have children? And his face was just, he didn't know how to respond. Right. Right. And, and as far as I know, we can have children. Like, right. Right. I don't think we have any issues physically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did that intentionally mm-hmm. because it was like, you don't know. You, you don't know. know. And you, you don't have know. to be careful when mm-hmm. you ask this kind
0: of question. It's like asking me how much money I make. Right. Like, get about my business. Exactly. Like, it's, it's invasive it to is, me. It is invasive, and it is. we live in such a weird world. <laughs> now, you know, social media has taken us to a, a place that is it's not organic. So, in right. and, and, and by saying that, I mean, we – come in contact with way more opinions than we would in a natural, uh, environment. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you might have some in-depth conversations in your whole life with, you know, 30, 50 people in your whole life, like serious, intimate conversations. Now with social media, a million people you can post something and a million people can be in your business asking you intimate questions that's not organic that's not normal to happen right and it is just so weird because we don't know what folks are going through so Mm -hmm. when you get on somebody's I don't even and I wrote this in a poem if I see a celebrity or an influence or something even if my mind if I say oh she looks pregnant I'm not gonna get in her comment section and ask her that are you crazy y'all weird okay i'm sorry if you're listening to this and (laughs) you get offended by what i'm saying but i need to tell you maybe you don't know that is a weird thing to do stop doing that okay because if she has not or if her and her partner have not put that out there for the public asking somebody if they're pregnant what if they are struggling with some kind of physical ailment that's mm-hmm. causing her stomach to protrude in that way what if she was pregnant and she's had a miscarriage and so now she still got the empty you know she was carrying for a while and never announced it and then lost the baby now here you come in the comment section like you know her asking her okay are we finally getting a baby you don't know her for real sis. These mm-hmm. these people are just like internet folks yeah. So so stop that that is, that is that is, rude It is disrespectful To insert yourself Into someone else's life that way Especially with something That is so intimate And you don't know what's going on mm-hmm. And you walk up and ask somebody When are you gonna have kids And you don't know that woman could have had three miscarriages already Right, right. <sighs> And that, that happens quite a bit um,
1: You know I just think about Some of the folks I've talked to uh, who've had miscarriages mm-hmm. and I can tell you like for a woman in particular and for couples it can be devastating but especially for a woman because society mm-hmm. has made it to where if you don't have children it's like well are you really a full woman exactly
0: what? you're a, you're an old spinster
1: you're, you're an old maid right and that's it's it's ridiculous and I, I know somebody personally who she struggled with depression for years mm-hmm. because of it and she said finally she had to remind herself like no i'm still very much a woman and like this does not make me less of a woman because Mm -hmm. i can't have children Mm -hmm. and so yeah like you said it's just it's out of control sometimes i'm like y'all gotta chill with this like you can't just ask people when you have a kid why you don't have kids yet? You know,
0: right. you don't know. You don't know. And you you're, don't. Not gonna fund them, F-U-N-D. you're not going to fund them if you ND. You're not going to fund those children for, mm-hmm. for those people. You're not going to be there with, to help them in the middle of the night when a mm-hmm. child is crying. You're not going to be there to put a Band-Aid on that kid and help them with school projects. You're not going to be there for any of that. Mm-hmm. So just back away from the conversation. And honestly, you know, people may wonder, like, what even prompted this? Uh, it was actually an Internet a uh, uh, ig influencer that i follow and she posted about it and was talking about like this is insane for Mm -hmm. people to keep asking me about this and so many women so many women in the comment section were talking about their different experiences and how much it bothers them when people asked them those type of questions and i was like this shouldn't be a thing Mm -mm. you know women we gotta stop doing it to each other and then everybody else has got to stop doing it too you know it's it it shouldn't even be a thing and you talked about your friend being depressed i'm gonna share this i i had so many uh thoughts in my late 20s early 30s um because i did i hadn't met the one and i hadn't Mm -hmm. had children that I honestly used to connect that to my abortion okay mm. so this is why y'all need to keep your mouths closed because you don't know what people are going through in their brain right so and I and anybody that doesn't know me at my store I've told my stories on YouTube BJ word I, I talk about the abortion okay it's not like something I keep a secret but I put that out there it's my business to tell mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so I used to think that because I'd had that abortion God was now punishing me like hey you've had your opportunity you didn't go through with it so I'm not going to give you another opportunity to uh have children. Now this I'm somebody born and raised in the church, right? Mm. I'm supposed to know God better than that. Yes, girl. Hey, let me find out he was loved and God wasn't even like thinking about me that way. Okay? Right. Lo and behold, that's the the connection that I ended up having to make. But during those times when people were constantly saying that, it was like just rubbing up against a wound and How can a person heal if people keep coming up, rubbing up against their wound? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. just pouring salt in it, making it worse.
1: That's exactly right. And You know what? I'm glad we're going there because I have a problem with um, politicians inserting themselves in these decisions. Um, You know, there's so many different factors that play a role in women deciding to have children. Talk about it. And you touched on the financial piece you touched on so many other things and, and it's just a personal decision mm-hmm. for that very reason i don't think we our society should be policing whether or not women have children yes. now um you know i have my own personal views you know whatever but i still think it needs to be separate right i don't think we need to impose our religious views on other folks. Right. You know, and, and it, I feel like that has happened quite a bit mm-hmm. in our society. Mm-hmm. And it's become really frustrating because I'm watching people with these really extreme, extreme views uh-huh. on things in uh-huh. power, imposing this on a whole group of folks. Right. Like you got to think about the entire society as a whole, just because your views don't align with something doesn't mean that everybody else feels a certain way about something. right? And so that's why I think it's important for us to recognize that everybody has different situations absolutely, and and we cannot, we can't impose our religious views on other folks. Absolutely.
0: And since you, you know, let's, let's talk about that a little bit because Mm -hmm. how far, how far back do these people really want to go? You know, because there are some cultures and religions where they don't even believe in birth control. Like, you know, they don't believe in birth control pills at all. So are we going to, we going to do that too? Mm -hmm. I mean, how, how far are we taking this? Yeah. Okay. Um, Girl, I could go. I could go. I could really, really go there. But I mean, I could go there. So yeah. many different things yeah. that can be said about that. But I think it is interesting how people pick and choose um, what where they're gonna be religious and moral. Mm-hmm. But then certain things they're not gonna they're not gonna address that. Right. Okay. Exactly. So if you wanna start bringing it up, bring the whole thing up. Yeah. Okay. Because um, you men, I mean. There's a whole lot of rules in there. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot of rules. So if you're gonna make them all law, mm-hmm. y'all got a whole lot of work to do. Start with yourselves, then, yeah. you know. And that is that is crazy to me. Again, the stuff that people are are something that serious. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna make a uh, adoption free. Mm. You're gonna still people gonna have to pay court costs. Yeah,
1: it's expensive. Court
0: too. that's. That's a state thing, right? That's government. Yep. So that means you can make the court costs free. Since you sitting up here making this law that people can't have an abortion, then you can make it free for them to put the child up for adoption, right? Yeah. Okay. So that means you're gonna make it easier for um, people to get diapers and milk and all of the things that they need, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna make uh, you're gonna give out vouchers for child care, right? That means that you're gonna go ahead and wipe out all of the student loans because you care about life, mm-hmm. okay? Because When somebody decides to become a parent, it just doesn't stop at the birth of the baby. It's going to keep on going. People are having to save money for their kids' college tuition way before the child is ever born. And all that's doing is getting higher and higher. And these are federal loans. So we're talking about the government, right? So if the government is saying, hey, you got to have that child, then ain't the government responsible for helping you finance the kid forever? Mm -hmm. Mm
1: Come on, man. For real. And you know what? You brought up adoption here's my thing with that because i hear people all the time like well you know you could just give your child up for adoption like it's not that it's not that simple first of all that's a whole system within itself anybody who knows how the foster care system and adoption system work uh systems work you know it's like it is crazy and chaotic Mm and like so you know there are people out there who are like nah i don't want to put my kid in that system Mm -hmm. because that might be even worse (laughs) right you just it's so many things to Mm -hmm. consider and then all the folks who are like, well, couples can just adopt. It's expensive. It's, expensive. it's still yes. incredibly expensive. So it's like so many things yep. that you have to take into consideration when you do even decide to go the adoption. Mm-hmm, route, mm-hmm. If you do decide to have kids, because yep. I hear that all the time too. And I'm like. How do you know that person can afford to adopt? Like you can just walk up
0: and sign up for it and say, give me a baby. You know what I'm saying? It's not a a gerbil. Mm -mm. That's not how this works. And so all I talked about was the court calls. But but in addition to that, you got the attorney fees. Mm -hmm. You got to pay the agency that connected it. I mean, it's very expensive. And none of these things, even when you talk about abortion, I hate that people act like that's just such a flippant decision that somebody makes. It's life altering. It Mm -hmm. is a life altering. Decision is something that you have to, you know, think all the way through, and it's something that will, if you let it, because it haunted me for a mm-hmm. while until I was like, you know, hey, God is not still tripping over this, so let me stop tripping over mm-hmm. it, okay? So it, it's not, we, the blanket statements that are made, and this is, I think, our whole point here, is even when you're asking somebody if they're having kids, even if you're, um, asking somebody, are you pregnant, girl? When y'all going to have kids? Down to the the political side of it. All of it is making it a one-size-fit-all mm-hmm. thing, and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not one-size-fit-all at all.
1: It's not, and it never will be. Mm-mm. And it wasn't in the beginning of time.
0: And it's not, <laughs> and now. It's not now.
1: And it's not going to be now. And I think about, you know, as you were talking, too, I was thinking about the whole in vitro thing and how expensive that is. Mm-hmm. And, just the cost and mm-hmm. the time and the commitment. Mm-hmm. We have to respect that. Yep. We have to respect that folks, not everybody can afford it. Not yes. everybody wants it. Yes. Not everybody
0: desires yes. to deal with it. it it's a lot. Let's go there for a second because I, think I do get strange reactions whenever I get into Conversations with people, if they start asking me about dating or marriage or kids, mm-hmm. and if I say anything other than distressed, mm. they look at me weird, right? Like, I actually like my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I, I really do. I am... I, there are lots of things that I want to change, honey. I want to hit the lottery. I, I don't even play the lottery, but I would love to win it. Okay. Right. I, I, in other words, I want more money. I'm working towards, you know, the type of career that I want and uh, being able to travel without looking at my, you know, credit card balance first or my or my bank balance. Just mm-hmm. you know, I want to do all of those things. There's things that I want to do for my parents. So, in other words, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. There are things that I am working on and want to change and all of that, but. I still like my life. Yes. Like, I I don't feel miserable. I don't feel right now like anything is missing mm. from me. And I think that um, people find that odd. They. It's like they, and some folks even find it a little offensive, I think, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I can be single, no children, 42 years old, and not feel like anything is missing from who I am. I feel whole. I feel happy. I feel good. I feel complete. Honey, if I get ready to, child, you already know, we were just talking about it before, how easy I will hop on a plane and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm up. <laughs> just got back, sit down for my luggage ain't even unpacking. I'm about to go again. And I'm not doing it because I'm trying to fill a void. You know, I feel complete already. And so I'm just enjoying my life. It's not a, a gap. Like I'm just trying to find stuff to do until I become a mother yes. that's not what this is yes. I'm just living and enjoying life and I think that we don't get a lot of space to do that yeah
1: I love that I love that BJ and I love that you mentioned like how you can be whole even without children yep. or without being married and there's a lot of people who equate oh I gotta be in a relationship or I gotta have children to feel mm-hmm. whole Here's the thing, and I'm sure you know this much better than me because you actually talk to people day in and day out about Mm -hmm. some of the things they experience. Mm -hmm. But I know plenty of people who have children who are miserable as hell. I know plenty of people in marriages Mm -hmm. who are miserable. And if they could change the hands of time, (laughs) they might have thought like, "Eh, maybe I would only have one or none. Yeah, Right? And so Mm -hmm. this myth of in order to feel whole or to feel like Mm -hmm. fulfillment, you got to go the motherhood path Mm -hmm. or the fatherhood path. Mm It's a lie because there's so many folks out there who are still trying to feel, feel whole and fill a void.
0: Yep. And if you don't find that internally Mm -hmm. and you don't find that with you and God, you're not going to find it by anything externally. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, set themselves up for the okie doke. Women in particular, because we're told that Mm -hmm. and we're taught that for so long, um, we start to believe it. And then you get the kids and it, it's not what it was cracked up to be yeah right you, exactly. it's it's way more into it <laughs> than than you thought mm-hmm. and now here you are and i talked like you said i talked to women all day every day and now here you are um and this this label of mother is not bringing you the satisfaction that you thought it was mm-hmm. then they go through the guilt because it's like what well, it's supposed to be mm-hmm. satisfying me and making me happy and who told you that why right just automatically, everybody's supposed to love it and have this amazing, awesome experience? No. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird to me how sometimes it's some of the most miserable people that are the ones that's asking you questions about when you're going to do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to join your little misery cult. <laughs> no.
1: I got the misery cult. But you know what? Here's the thing, too. Like, one thing that I'm hoping we could touch on. So I have God children. Mm-hmm. I'm happy being a godmother. Right. <laughs> Um, I know a lot of us have nieces and nephews and we like coming in being aunties and, mm-hmm. and, and spending mm-hmm. time with children and then be like, okay, I'm going back home now, you mm-hmm. know, for some of us that's satisfying. Yep. And I think for me that has been like, I have enjoyed every second of that. And that's why i never felt like, oh my goodness, I don't have my own children. Maybe right. because I have godchildren, right. who I can love on and I call up and right. sometimes my godson, yep. son, he'll FaceTime me. Um, but that's the thing too that people need to think about is that, Motherhood can show up in different ways, too. It doesn't yes. have to be like traditional you yes. having children. Mm-hmm. You can be a mentor, you can mm-hmm. be a mother figure for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. And that's just it's fulfilling and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be this traditional right. let me have exactly. children in order for me to feel like I'm a woman or feel fulfilled.
0: Exactly. And people have the right to change their minds along the way, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you might not want kids now, and then later you change your mind and you do. Mm -hmm. Or you might, at one point in your 20s, just desperately want them, and then later decide, no, that's just not for me. The, The whole point is, why are we policing people so much? That's it. You know, I feel like black women especially especially right now we're just over policed i really i really feel like that and it's it's a little scary because people who feel over policed for too long start to buck the system and i don't know what that's gonna look like Mm -hmm. for the rest of the world when we decide to do that
1: yeah
0: (laughs) you know i'm glad you brought that up and um
1: yeah, they need a back of office. Yeah, and, <laughs> another thing I think about China. Remember they had that one child mm-hmm. policy mm-hmm. and the the effects of what happened there. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of them, they were restricting how many kids they could have, yep. and now there's that. like a shortage. Mm-hmm. Because what what was happening is when the parents would find out whether or not they were having a girl or a boy, mm-hmm. they they wanted boys. Yeah, they went towards a male heir. But now there's a shortage of of women right. who are available to marry a lot of the young men who mm-hmm. are now like, you know, in their thirties mm-hmm. and forties mm-hmm. now. And so that's why I'm just like, you know, this policing people yeah, and telling them how many kids they can have, whether they should have kids and all of that, you know, it's going to have an outcome. Yes. What that outcome looks like. it it varies right? but it will be an outcome that's the perfect example along
0: with what we're seeing right now in our society exactly and and so many things I think people stick their head in the sand and say like oh that will never happen we're not going to go that far the, it starts with those small conversations mm-hmm. where so many pockets of people are accepting a ridiculous idea. Right. So this is why I mentioned the family function turning into a red table talking one person is that. Now, I have yeah. had that happen to me, and I did not like it at all. Y'all about to back up off me in here. Yeah. We're not doing that. My life is not the, the topic of conversation at Thanksgiving, okay? Mm-hmm. What I'm doing and what I'm not doing and who I'm with and when I'm going to do it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But the idea that that is okay? When it's too many people accepting something that's not okay as okay, all right, we believe we can tell black women what to do, Mm -hmm. okay? We should be telling black women what to do. When it's too many people, individuals accepting that, it's so much easier for the government to just go slide right on in, Mm -hmm. and and before you know it, we're in the twilight zone, right? I don't think anybody could have predicted some of the things that we're seeing now some of the laws that are being overturned some of the things that are changing you would have said oh no we'll never that'll never happen here in our Mm -hmm. democracy honey Yes, it you can. You remember where you where you came from. The blood of the slaves is crying out saying, oh yeah, boo, it can. It can.
1: Don't forget what has happened here. Okay? It can and it, it absolutely is happening. Like right. you said, like in real time. In we, watch, real we are time. watching just different laws being passed and things being overturned and it's like, whoa, wait a minute, mm-hmm. what's going on here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's, it's scary at times. Mm-hmm. At the same time though, I feel like You know, there's there's certain things at the political level where it's like, okay, we can only do so much as citizens. Mm -hmm. Now we can vote and we can do things like that. Right. But when it comes to our families and when it comes to having conversations with people we know, Mm -hmm. we can normalize. Hey, stop doing this. It's not okay for us to ask these kind of questions. Mm -hmm. You don't know people's stories. Mm -hmm. I know I I have been like more and more vocal about it. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, Mm -hmm. you know maybe you shouldn't ask her when she's having kids. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't ask her if she's pregnant. Right. Maybe, I mean, you don't know. It could be like a condition or a weight mm-hmm. gain or something. So I, anything. I, we need to have those conversations and,
0: and make it a norm not for that not to be the norm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. It, it, and that's what I meant by, you know, I wish you would walk up to me with that now. You know, right. it's not about a neck rolling or a cussing out, but it is about I am going to raise your awareness mm-hmm. and I, and mm-hmm. I am going to call you out you know, so that, so that people can become aware, um, you don't know what's going on Yeah. with somebody. And s- <sighs> if you are focused on your own life and your own stuff and what you're doing, how do you even have time to <laughs> be over here worried about what I'm doing? Yeah. You know, and I, I think it's important to note this as well. I don't think it's malicious with everybody who does it. You know, Mm -hmm. some people just, you know, they want to see you happy, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, Mm -hmm. happy. But that is their version of happiness is white picket fence, kids and all of that. And there are lots of different versions of happiness for for different people's lives. So I don't think that everybody that says that or asks those questions is trying to be mean or trying to be hurtful. You're just not thinking. And Mm -hmm. so the whole point of this is to let you know to think. Yeah. Like this is not okay.
1: It's not. And you know what? Well, our society has shifted to where women are having children later mm-hmm. uh, And because I think about when my grandmother and even my great grandmother they started having kids early. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that was mm-hmm. the norm at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's completely, completely shifted. And, you know, mm-hmm. you still have women who are getting married young and having children young. But I love that that's kind of become a norm mm-hmm. because it's giving people an opportunity to, to one, learn who they really are. Yes. Do you really know who you are at 19? Exactly. Nah. You're still figuring you out this no thing clue. called life. Yep. And here you are, a wife and a mother, mm-hmm. you know, that early. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's giving people a chance to figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. And also, it's giving you a chance to be more established, yes. to, to be able to provide. Mm-hmm. Usually, the later you go, the more resources you have yep. it just mm-hmm. you know you just have more opportunities mm-hmm. so i like that that's become a norm mm-hmm. as well it's like you know give people time like right. back off let them do their thing and when they're ready they're ready mm-hmm. and for more and more people it's like mm, no i'm good i'm gonna wait to my 30s yeah. or 40s before I, I exactly i know some uh having kids
0: at 50 yep it janet happens Jackson. how old was janet what she, her she son? was up there though she was in her 50s yeah oh, i'm about to google it yeah <laughs> it it happens you know what i'm saying there are so many different options um way more options now than there were years ago when people were having um children so young you know what i'm saying and and i think that that's something to bring up too is that that biological clock so to speak it's been altered now because it it, yeah she was 50 she was 50 so Janet jackson so the, the, the biological clock thing, science is is able to has brought some changes into that now. Yes. Okay, we have stuff that our uh, grandparents did not have. were mm-hmm. want a lot of options to freeze eggs mm-hmm. and then go back and, you know, uh, have a baby naturally later if that's what you want to do with the frozen, you know, for mm-hmm. eggs that were frozen. So it's just... There are so many different ways uh, to go about it. And if somebody does decide later in life that they want children and they're not physically able to have them, th- adoption is still on the table. Right. You know, godmothering is on the table. There are just so many different ways that we have to stop putting people in a box. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It does. It <laughs> does. <laughs> but you know what? You know, I believe leaning to my DEI. That's what we
1: do. We tend to categorize mm-hmm. and, you know, we tend to to project norms on folks. Mm -hmm. Like if we think something is a norm and especially when it comes to culture and stuff, we want everybody to fall in line with that. Right. That's a, that's something that happens quite a bit Mm -hmm. when you're dealing with people, Mm -hmm. right? Not to be all sociology or anything, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it's just what happens. But we can break that status quo. We absolutely we can. We can challenge it and we can say, nah. Right. You ain't going to do that to me. Like,
0: and you no. know what? Being able to break that status quo too, because let's go mental health too. Um, it, it, that's internal. Mm-hmm. You got to, it starts at home. So I was able to start breaking that in conversations when I came to a resolve and a peace within myself.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: This is my life. This is where I am in life. I'm not married. I don't have children. And- I still deserve to be happy. Yes. I still deserve to, to feel love. I still deserve the best life ever. I'm still an amazing woman. I That had to start with me, mm-hmm. okay? People can't give that to you. So if you're looking externally for that, all you're going to get is the norms, the societal norms. That's all people are going to tell you you should be doing. And so to any woman out there that is feeling depressed and down and sad because you haven't... Uh, reach motherhood girl I would say go inside yourself Mm -hmm. and remember who you are because you know motherhood is does not make you um amazing you are already that you are already that period so you just have to start walking in it and not Um, allow what somebody else's expectations or even your own desires we all have things that we want in life that just haven't happened yet but i can guarantee you being depressed about it ain't gonna get you there no faster Mm -mm. i promise you that
1: it's really not and you know what i love everything that you just said i guess one question i have for you if you could tell the folks out there specifically folks who never really realized that it was problematic and now maybe they're thinking about it Mm -hmm. like oh maybe uh maybe i shouldn't ask my sister when she's having kids or maybe i shouldn't ask my daughter or whoever you know what what would be one thing you would tell that person to consider you know from here on out (laughs) so they don't keep doing it Mm-hmm. Um, or at least so they gain a better understanding of, of why they shouldn't
0: do it mm-hmm. I, well a couple things i would say <laughs> learn how to talk about something else <laughs> figure out how do you define people mm-hmm. you know stop trying to label everything like you know we have these things where as soon as we meet somebody what do you do it's a, that's number one yeah okay you're married You got kids. And so you still, you don't even know that person. You're just asking them about their labels. Mm -hmm. Start paying attention to people's ingredients. What's going on on the inside of that person? What are they made of? And I would even say that to folks who know each other. Mm -hmm. You don't have to keep asking about these, what you've decided are markers. Change the markers. Okay. Ask her, ask your sister next time. Do you feel better today, girl, than you did this time last year? Mm. Where are you emotionally? We don't ask those kind of questions. We don't. We're just looking for the markers that we have decided mean that your life means something. Oof. Oof. We decided that. I have decided that your life is meaningful when I see you having kids. Mm -hmm. I need to change my mindset. So that's where it starts. That's what I would tell people. Consider your mindset and ask yourself, why are you even asking that question? Especially repeatedly. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah that's where it starts
1: yeah I love that and you know what to to piggyback mm-hmm. on what you just said I love that how you mentioned basically we have these like preset questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's almost like oh how are you hello you know <laughs> get a little deeper yeah to, get to really know what's going on with that mm-hmm. person like What are you interested in? Mm -hmm. Tell me about your hobbies. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never had somebody say, hey, it's nice to meet you. Tell me about some of your hobbies. Yeah. Usually it's, oh, what do you do? Right. (laughs) Where do you live? Mm -hmm. You know, the traditional questions. Yep. But I do like that because it it just, it lets the person know that you truly care about them and Mm -hmm. what they care about and what they want out of life. Like You know, and and to go in with these questions about, do you have children? Are you married? Mm -hmm. You know, you just. Is this a date? Like,
0: I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's Like,
1: like, nah, why are we talking about this? Let that person tell you on their own. Like if if you really get in, if you really get to know a person and you're talking to them, it'll come out Mm -hmm. eventually. Like Mm -hmm. it'll come up in conversation. Like, well, you know, I like spending time with my husband. I Mm -hmm. like doing this. So yeah, give people that opportunity to really
0: be authentic and to, to share who they really are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I challenge that so much with my clients. And some of them, you know, it comes to tears when we, you know, at the very beginning of the session, first session, because I ask you, who are you? And then Mm. when you start telling me, you know, okay, I'm a wife, I'm a mom of three, uh, and then I say, oh, that's great. Those are all labels. I still don't know who you are. Mm. Who are you? You just told me your labels. You just told me what you do. You didn't tell me who you are. So many people don't know. Yeah. They have to think about it. Yeah. And it upsets them that they don't know and it's okay if you don't know but just figure it out because you're not gonna find it in anything outside of yourself yeah love it well you know what i <laughs>
1: i have enjoyed every second you of this too. conversation because i know we've talked about it before you know there have been times where I, I i've come to you to vent like mm-hmm. if, if she asked me one, one more one time because <laughs> i've been Put on guilt trips, like, I can't believe you still don't have children. Mm-hmm. and I, I want to see my ch- grandchildren, great-grandchildren, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a friend, somebody told her she was selfish because she doesn't want children. That, heard that before, <laughs> yep. Um, That's crazy. I haven't been that's called selfish, same. but other people, yes, I've heard other folks being called selfish. That is crazy to me. Like, <laughs> But, yeah, hopefully folks will be more conscious of it, though, yes.
0: from mm-hmm. here on out
1: and really understand that we all have different stories, we mm-hmm. all have different lives, we all have different desires, and we need to respect that.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I hope they will be. And honey, if I stepped on your toes <laughs> in this episode, holler, ouch, get your Band-Aid, and get your feet out the way next time. Mm. Okay? That's what I would say. So if I stepped on your toes, in other words, change, boo. Ooh. Do better. I love you. Do better. There you go. <laughs> well, with that being said... <laughs>
1: Your peace was fire. I loved every moment of it. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh is good. <laughs> Thank you. And um, yeah, I'm glad we had this conversation. Me too. All right, y'all. Till next time, stay up. Stay up.